when we read accounts of the heady days here in the Poconos, when creative sparks were flying and young talents were performing pieces developed by brilliant writers and directors, we can feel the energy and excitement Martha Lomonaco describes in her study, Every Week a Broadway Review, the Tamament Playhouse 1921 to 1961. She tells us actors Danny Kaye, B. Arthur, Imogene Coca, Barbara Cook, Dorothy Loudon, and Carol Burnett. Directors Max Liebman, Herb Ross, and Joe Layton. Choreographer Jerome Robbins. Composers Sylvia Fine, Jonathan Tunick, and Mary Rogers. And writers Woody Allen and Neil Simon are a small sampling of the major entertainment figures nurtured at Camp Tamament, an adult summer camp that operated a playhouse in Pike County here in the Poconos. The Tamament Playhouse became the preeminent workshop and a major creative outlet for theater, dance, film, and television of the mid-20th century. Under Liebman, a staff of 60 would write, rehearse, and perform a new fully staged musical review each week. Much of this original material found its way to the professional stage, nightclub acts, film and television, including two complete shows, The Straw Hat Review and Once Upon a Mattress. Here's the overture. Those were shows which transferred to Broadway. We see that the Tamament Playhouse was a unique development derived from such diverse influences as the burgeoning resort industry, American social movements, the Yiddish theater, the American musical theater, and popular entertainment genres like revue and burlesque comedy, all of which came together to produce this proving ground for Broadway. Lomonaco contends that context was a key. Larger factors in the country coalesced to allow the blossoming of musical theater in the Poconos. We're about to discover that the stars may be aligned in this present moment for a new and fresh flourishing of musical theater in the very same county in the Poconos. Stephen Sondheim's company is opening tonight at the Milford Theatre in cooperation with producing partner Lorenzo Medico of Arctic Productions. Angel Berlaine Mulcahy directs, and she has a wonderful cast assembled for this Tony Award-winning show. We had a chance to speak by phone with Lorenzo and Angel about the project and the production. A little while back, I had visited the Milford Theater, and I walked in, and my jaw just about hit the floor as I was looking at their new state-of-the-art equipment, and it was not the Milford Theater that I remember being in maybe 18 years ago now, but I was I was pleasantly surprised, and I had asked them what they were doing, and they were mainly doing concerts. They, they use it for a, a venue for all different types of shows and doing some straight theater, but they had, had yet to do a musical. And it was something they said that they were interested in doing. And so I knew I had the perfect team to sit down with them to discuss some of those details to see if we could help them get started. And it wound up being a wonderful meeting. Uh, Lorenzo and I sat down, had a wonderful meeting with Milford Theater, and, and here we are. And what interested you, Lorenzo, about the project? 
you know, it, I come from it from a different perspective because the person who actually owns the theater, his daughter is a friend of mine, and she had told me about this renovation about a year and a half ago and asked me if I would come look at the theater and, you know, they wanted to get involved doing different shows, et cetera, et cetera. And it had been about the time where, where I was starting to explore everything with Arctic, the production company I started. And, you know, we were doing, I believe it was coming right off of Chicago from the Little Theater. So I'd been kind of on a high from that and getting involved in something else. And I kind of forgot about it. And then Angel had brought this up. And then when we went over to the theater, you know, when we were sitting down, we were having this meeting with the group at Milford, Beth and Kiara. We had brought up a, a name, and it happened to be my friend's dad, and that's when it all came flushing into me. I couldn't believe that this was the same place. It's amazing how things come full circle, and Angel and I hadn't even discussed it at that point. So it was kind of a, a kismet type of thing. It's pretty awesome. The little theater was originally a movie theater. Is the Milford Theater like yes. that? Yes, it is. It's a smaller movie house, uh, I would say, right, Angel? Yeah. But it was definitely used for films in the beginning, yes. And so it's an older theater, and then it's probably really historically charming. It is. Charming is a good word. It, the place is incredible. It really is. I mean, they, they put a lot of effort, a lot of time, you know, obviously a lot of money into this theater, and you can see it. I mean, down to, to the details, from, from the seating, to the, the woodwork, to the walls, to the lighting. I mean, every little thing. And obviously the green room, you know, the actors can tell you that they're, you know, they're obviously very surprised and super happy, you know, how beautiful this place is and the detail and, and the, the time they put into this place. It's incredible. Yeah, I feel like it really sets it up for the performer there. And that's what I love. When you're able to go into a space just knowing that between the lights and the sound and, and the stage and the green room and the professionalism, you just have that from the gate. Like you walk in and you just feel that there's a, a calming sense when you walk into that theater. And I really love walking in there every single day for that reason. Let's just say that you all were bowled over and it was kismet, as you say, Lorenzo. How did you decide what you were going to do? What would be the launch? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. So Angel's laughing because she knows that I, I did company when I was in college, when I was in a musical theater program in the University of Miami, and it, it has a, a very special place in my heart. Obviously, it's Sondheim, you know, and, and Angel and I are musical theater. I guess the, the aptly named term would be geeks, but we wanted to do something for the actors, we realize that obviously there's a lot of more commercially viable musicals out there, of course. I mean, we could have jumped right in and done maybe something like a Chicago, like a Beauty and the Beast, something big, big name. But this is a, is a show that was manageable. We had 14 people in the cast. It's, it really is about the actors. It's about the writing. It's about the music. And it's a beautiful show for somebody who's never been to a musical before. It's something easy for them to get into because the, the through line is relevant today, even though it takes place in the 70s. I'll, I'll let Angel tell you all about that. But we really chose it because it meant a lot to both of us because we've been wanting to do this for quite some time now. You know, it's interesting, too, and as we sat down with the theater, uh, just talking to them, that was also on their top list as well. So I think, again, all these things are leading to it being like this was meant to be. We were supposed to be here mm -hmm. doing this. They felt that, we felt it. And when you have that, I feel like there's that aspect of like that collaboration. And what I love about the Milford Theater and, and the people that we work with there is that they're such visionaries. And so 
if we can envision it, they're like, let's make it work. Let's make it happen. And so obviously taking on a show like Company that, you know, not a lot of people are that familiar with. If you are a theater person, you definitely know Company. And so being able to experience that and the excitement around as, a, as an actor, you know, as a director, you know, performer, being able to uh, experience this show in this type of setting uh, has been uh, truly incredible. What I love about the show, you know, Lorenzo had mentioned about it being set in the 70s. What I really, you know, I could have put this probably just about in any time frame, just about. <laughs> but keeping it in its original time frame was kind of special for me because when I was reading the script and, and, and watching it and, and diving into it as a director, something that I noticed was that a lot of these things are really prevalent to today. You're going to sit there and watch and say, those are my parents or that is me or those are my grandparents, or you know a couple that is exactly like that. And so it's going to be, it's going to be fun, and it's going to really make you think about relationships and, and maybe your personal relationship that you have with your significant other. So it's super special, and especially for the, for the audience member. You mentioned a key word there, Angel, and that's relationships. How would we talk about the premise without spoiling things? Yeah, so in a nutshell, it revolves around Bobby, who is turning 35 in, in the show, and it's really kind of him navigating his personal relationships. He's single. He's living in New York City in the 70s, and he's just living that bachelor life, not really giving it much thought. But then he has multiple friends throughout the show that are married. You'll see a common question is, is like, when are you going to get married? Why aren't you married? And so kind of just takes you on that journey of watching you get a little taste of each couple and their relationship and what's going on with that. And then you get that taste of how they deal with Bobby and how they talk to him and how they interact with somebody who is single. He is that third wheel. And so it's fun. And then you also see his girlfriends and see maybe why he's attracted to certain people and, and why maybe he's not married. So what I love is that as an audience member, it's all about perspective. You're going to be able to sit there and watch this show and gain a different perspective, and it's going to be yours. Because someone else right next to you might see it completely different. And, uh, and that's why I really love the show. Lorenzo, when you were in the show in college, what role did you play? And why has it stayed with you, do you think? I played Bobby. And it, it stayed with me because, well, first of all, it was my first true true role, like as a lead. Yes, you know, there was high school. But then when you're in, in college and you're you work hard to get to, to that point, and, and you're in this conservatory program with, you know, 25 people. It, it means a lot to you as your first show, so I'll never forget that. But like Angel said, it's so relevant today. It's relevant in any era, really, because it's all about relationships. So for me at the time, obviously I'm younger and I'm, you know, I'm single guy and, and going through all that stuff. I couldn't relate fully to it because I wasn't thinking about marriage at the time at all. But it really does challenge, uh, you know, an actor to to really look at themselves. Honestly, it's it's, it's a personal type of show for people. Um, and like Angel said, you know, I'm just going to mirror what she said. I mean, you can have an audience of 250 people, and you could have a hundred different viewpoints because everybody's thinking of it in a different way. So. I think that's why it's a special show and, and why it means a lot to me. I just really want the audience to to feel something, and obviously so does Angel and so does everybody else, and I think this is the show for that. Uh, the journey of Bobby is truly beautiful. It's such an arc, and we have an amazing cast. They're super talented. We pulled some of the best of the best 
out of all different areas. We've got people from Mount Pocono, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, from um, Newton, New Jersey, from Milford. I mean, we've pulled some of the, the best of the best, and it's so it's so much fun as a director to be able to meet with them and rehearse with them and allow them to play and use what we've given them and what the script has given them. And that was really something that was important to me, to be able to allow them to play and feel comfortable so that they could tell this story and tell it authentically, you know, breaking down each character. We're able to tell the, the story um, authentically through their characters. So it's been a, quite a journey. The music is incredibly difficult. And I'll never forget the first time I heard all of them sing, you know, and as they're piecing it together and you're just, you're hearing all these parts and you're hearing it broken down and, and your brain says, like, how is this, how is this going to happen? And then each time it gets better and each time it gets better. And, and Lorenzo and I and, and Beth and Kara and uh, Bernie and all the tech, we're all sitting back in awe of what they have been able to accomplish in these last few months. And to see those pieces coming together with such a extremely difficult piece has been so rewarding. Many singing actors sit at the art scene table and tell us how they love performing in Sondheim shows, but how hard it is as a singer. Lorenzo, you've sung Bobby. You know the challenges. (laughs) The music, obviously, like you said, it's very difficult. It's Sondheim. I mean, quite frankly, he probably is. In my opinion, he is the best. He is the greatest musical theater writer we've ever had. And there's a reason for that. You know, it's it's not one note. Some of it is offbeat. But you do have to hit some interesting notes, but it's not just about belting. It's about control. There's falsetto. There's so many beautiful moments in his writing and in his songs and all of his shows. But for me, the music and company is so good. It's so beautiful. That's why I said, even if you don't love musical theater, even if this is your first musical, you are going to be blown away by it because the, the way that it's written... And the way that it's delivered is is quite universal, you know. And it's obviously it's an amazing thing for somebody who loves musical theater. But you know, you have to try to hit the audience that has never seen a, a musical theater show. And I really do keep saying the same things, but I really do think that's why it's going to hit home with so many different people. Angel, you are someone who is multi-talented. You're an all-round theater person, but also you're a photographer, and that means you're you're someone who has a really keen eye. And I wonder how you look at the stage and how you are creating the environment for these actors to be in with that extra sense that you have about the exciting things that a director can do visually with stage direction and the set itself. Thank you, Erica, for saying that. Yeah, I I love how that translates for me. Um, What's interesting is, you know, I shoot a lot of theater photography and so being able to do that, I feel like I get to create with the artist up there. I'm zoomed in up on their face. Like I'm catching all these moments. What's a true treasure is being able to then direct people in that as well. So not only just being able to take the photos, which I did take for them, but yeah, how that translates as a director would be that, especially in this show, there's so many of these beautiful vignettes. There's these picturesque moments and, you know, with our, with our fabulous Robert on lights, I mean, That, to me, is when I started seeing that vision that I have, that I I saw this as this special moment, and lighting lighting that up or, you know, driving an emotion through lights is truly incredible. So that's exciting for me to see all of that now get lit in that way because it does add in another aspect of how something can move you. And I think that's what's really important to me. Photography allows you to experience something 
that will last a lifetime, right? You take a still and that's it and it's there and it's forever there and it's memories that you pass down and hopefully it gets shared with your your future family that you'll never meet. And the beauty about theater is, is that it's it's for that time. It's in that moment. Mm-hmm. And you you'll have flashbacks and memories of that and I think that's what's really important in this show for me is that how I envisioned it, it, again, we're talking perspective of this is a lot of this stuff you're going to see is kind of like in Bobby's brain. It's just his, his friends nagging him all the time. He's always being kind of bombarded with them. And creating those visual effects were really important so that you as a theater goer could feel that and sense that, that it'll, it'll stay there for a while, much like I believe like photography can. So I, I really love that you, the, that you made that, that observation of the two because it does translate into me as a director and then into photography as well. Beautifully said. You must echo what Angel's saying, Lorenzo, about when you look at the action and what's taking place and unfolding on the stage. Yeah, it's it's really a beautiful thing. And, you know, she is, she really is a, a phenomenal photographer. I mean, just two days ago, we were there in the theater and she was sharing with me some of these shots that she took of the actors individually, and I was just, I was dumbfounded. I mean, they really are, it really is an art form all in itself. So the fact that she's able to to see that in that light as a director, I think is a big advantage to her, you know, not taking anything away from anybody else, but but the way that she does that, I think she sees it in a different light than, than everyone, and, and that's a big advantage. I think it's, it's just a beautiful thing. So I do echo a lot of, of what she just said to pick up and do a complete production like this out of town seems to be quite a challenge. You're a producer, Lorenzo, so how about Mm. that on-the-road kind of producing? You do this regularly? Yeah, so when I started Arctic a couple of years ago, Arctic Entertainment, I I really started it to help out our community locally in our area, and and in particular, the, the Little Theater, and we've done a lot of stuff with them. You know, and they've been terrific. And, you know, we did Chicago over there, and, and we had some, some good success with that show. And then I went to go to the, who you had on your show, actually, you know, Mr. Bobby Arvon. We did that show over at, at the Kirby Center in, in uh, Wyoming Seminary. But this was something, I guess, like a progression of Arctic turning more into a production company. And, you know, I wanted to branch out and do something different and, and be involved with people who, like Angel said, who have visions that are, are grandiose and incredible and on the same through line as what we're trying to do as well. So I saw the future in that, and that is why I wanted to, to work with them, because we, we do see a future there, not just with Arctic, but with other things as well. And, and I could actually touch on that so much so that they created what is now www.milfordmusicals.com. So we are going to be involved with them creating these musicals moving forward in the near future and hopefully down the line as well. So that's why um, we wanted to be involved with them. Tell us now then how we can see the show. Sure. Well, well, the show is opening this weekend. We open on Friday. The show nights are Friday, Saturday of this weekend, as well as the next Friday and Saturday. The show times are at 8 p.m., and then on the Sundays, they are the matinee shows at 2 p.m. Yep, and it's at the Milford Theater in Milford. You could get tickets at Ticketmaster.com by searching Milford Theater or Company, and uh, you could see it all over social media on our, you know, on our Facebook, our Instagram, our LinkedIn pages, and and some other media sites that have been gracious enough to help us out as well. 
It sounds like you're doing something with real passion because you believe in the show itself. But as you just laid it out for us, Lorenzo, about the potential to then expand mm-hmm. the whole reach of musicals in that region in this way. So start something big. Yes, I, I would I would also like to mention, I almost forgot, I, I cannot forget them because they're going to be an integral, integral part moving forward. We did form a partnership with Mart's Bus. They have been outstanding. We kind of got it at the tail end, but they are putting a package together for the final show on Sunday to make it easier for folks to travel from our area to the Milford area, and it will include a ticket as well as, I believe, a brunch and um, a Q&A with the cast, and that would be the final Sunday show. And moving forward, they're going to be more involved with Milford musicals and going to be helping out with transportation. When you hear this, Angel, I know you are a pro and, and you have so much experience and everything, but you must be at some level pinching yourself. Truly. I mean, I think it was the first time I walked in, it, it felt like that. I kept saying, you know, is this, this seems like a dream. It's a very much of a hallmark town. You walk through it and you just feel like you're, you're someplace else. You're transported to just this beautiful calmness of Milford. And, um, it's definitely that for me where I feel that because the excitement is there and there's so many other things that are hitting the marks in that aspect is that I am truly, I'm, I'm, I'm a little lost for words even right now just thinking about it. <laughs> Hearing all of this, you know, and being a part of it has been truly special for me, especially at this point in my career. And uh, the fact that I'm able to give it the time that it needs uh, is remarkable. And I think Lorenzo could agree with me when we really sat down to discuss the details of how we envisioned this to be. We really wanted to set the tone for the irony of it is of a company, uh, a company of people that can come and whether that you're retired from working as a professional or you're local and, and need a, a spot to land to, to work on your craft, or you are, you know, in between jobs as working as an actor, or you just, you're doing it for the love of it. I, I love that we can all kind of have that as that melting pot and be there for each other to um, create something really special there. And I already see it with this cast. And I think that's why it was so important to bring in people from different areas to have that draw so that we, we do have these actors. It, it's been really great to, to see them talking to their other friends, you know, their actor friends on what Milford is about. And I think to, to kind of say what Lorenzo was saying in the future of that, is going to be really important for us to be able to get the, the people in there to be able to take on these big shows that we would love to continue. So it's exciting. <laughs> Director Angel Berlain Mulcahy and Lorenzo Medico of Arctic Productions speaking about Stephen Sondheim's company opening tonight at 8 at the Milford Theater in Milford. And the shows are November 10th, 11th, 17th, and 18th at 8 p.m. And then there are matinees on November 12th and the 19th. And the 19th is the Sunday matinee where you can travel from the Wyoming Valley to Milford by way of Martz. Again, the theater is located at 114 East Catherine Street in Milford, Pennsylvania. And for more information, themilfordtheater.com. Themilfordtheater.com, and it's T-H-E-A-T-E-R. T-H-E-A-T-E-R. I'm a 
Company by Stephen Sondheim, opening tonight at 8 at the Milford Theater in Milford, Pennsylvania, 114 East Catherine Street, shows the 10th, 11th, 17th, and 18th at 8 p.m., and matinees on November 12th and 19th at 2 o'clock. For more information on the web, themilfordtheater.com. chimes in comes company. No strings, good times, room hums company.